0: All right, welcome back to 3 MFAers. My name is Caleb John Cushing. I'm an actor, writer, filmmaker, and joining me are my two bestest buddies. Who are we, Caleb? I'm
1: Brandon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Joshua. Or Josh. And I- I'm
1: Big Red. Okay. Nope, bring it on reference. <laughs> Nobody? All right, fine.
0: No, I appreciate it. No. Uh, Josh <laughs> says no, though. <laughs> what do you Josh, guys do you, give it a hard real? No.
1: What do you guys do real? Uh, I'm, I'm Brandon McPherson. I'm an actor from Toronto, Ontario. And right now I'm a professional quarantiner. Um, oh, true. It's been about, you know, 18, 19 days. It's pretty awesome. Um, you know, it's great. It's fun stuff.
2: I'm also a professional uh, quarantiner. Um, but what I'd like to be doing, you know, a director, actor, uh, mover, artist, you know, um...
0: Yeah, I'm really upset you stopped saying "video game extraordinaire" after the video first game one. Video game
2: extraordinaire. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of pissed actually right now because I started, I started the Kingdom Hearts again, the series, uh, playing the original one. Like, of course, I played. on proud, you know. But of course, you have to. But then, like the like the first Phils Cup for the Hercules Coliseum, like because they hit harder. Like as I dodge roll to like hit one other person, this like the guard armor from the first Traverse Town boss spins around and comes and hits me across the field and like kills me one hit and took me three times to beat the tournament I was so pissed
1: I feel I'm like three pr- times uh, is not that many times yeah
2: also
0: though that's like yeah, actually but, like not that much at all <laughs> you fucking that's great <laughs> those kids are like, hard they're deceptive
2: they're deceptively hard especially the, like the first one because they didn't really get the like the, the keyblade is just slightly out of reach all the time <laughs> or like maybe yeah. the bad guys move around <laughs> faster or more often I don't know You would
0: just think that for a game that's so like cringy and like clearly like for like children or like Tumblr people that it wouldn't be as difficult, but it really is hard.
2: Are you calling me a child?
0: Yeah.
1: No, he's calling you a Tumblr <laughs> <a Tony laughs> person. Yeah, I'm calling you a oh, Tumblr okay. person.
0: <laughs> no, but it's you know what I mean. It's like I don't know. It's like the yeah, it's like totally the true. Disney anime mashup like shit. It's yeah. so It's like really dumb
2: and cringy, but I, I love it
0: though. It's so fun.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love I love that like that's the one thing Caleb can just kind of sit there and be like yeah no I totally like it works for whatever reason Final <laughs> Fantasy and Disney work. <laughs> well, okay, it works like for
0: two games. And then, I don't know, I've played a little bit of Kingdom Hearts 3, but they really double down on, like, the anime story, and it just does not make any sense. And you have to play, like, a decade's worth of, like, mobile and Game Boy games to even understand what's going on. It's so convoluted and crazy. Which, of course, Josh has.
2: So it makes sense to me. I haven't actually downloaded the... I haven't downloaded the DLC yet, so... Remind uh, shit? Yeah,
0: I don't know. I don't I know. To... Donkey uh, ha- on YouTube has a great video about it, um, about how the story doesn't make any sense. Like, even if you're paying attention, it's just like, what the fuck? Like, it doesn't... <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> comes cool. to a point where, yeah,
2: I can get that. Um, uh, how are you guys doing? Um, yeah. Good. It's rainy good, here. Good, it's, good. it's raining like a cats and dogs.
1: It is, it is rainy here as well. It sucks. Um, and it's been cold. So I've been wanting to go outside at all, and that's also sucked. <laughs> oh
0: yeah. I went outside for the first time like in a few days yesterday. I was like, oh should I should I gotta get toilet paper. Um, and I immediately regretted it because I like took like three steps out of my front door and somebody like drove by, like unironically blasting like limb biscuit out of their like <laughs> car speakers and i was like oh i don't want to be outside anymore <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not like not the fact that like somebody maybe like walked past you and coughed it was the guy playing ring out of his car but dude
0: it was like i don't know it was so bizarre i was like i felt like i time traveled i don't know it was so crazy
2: that's funny i actually came into the city last uh this weekend real quick to get mail and stuff and hang out with my roommate antoine um and it was just weird because, like, in my little corner, like, people were still going to Bodega. The Bodega was the cleanest it's ever been. That's awesome, you know. And everyone's taking their precautions, but um, it's just eerie, you know. We we drove back yesterday for Easter, and they, like, 181st Street, deserted. Like, it's, it's the eeriest thing, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was looking I mean, at pictures at Times Square today from, like, this morning, and it's just completely, completely empty
2: which is good. I'm glad people are actually doing it. Cause I know how hard it is now once we've kind of hit over the peak. And once we've like, people start like recovering and it starts slowing yeah. down a little bit, people are going to like jump right in and start trying to go back to work, which I'm at that point where do I want to go back to work? Cause right now I'm kind of living off the government, which is nice because I can actually like pay my bills and I don't have to worry, you know, yeah. can I get ahead? But I have to kind of prepare that I'm only going to get this unemployment through the end of April, you know?
1: See, it's it's very different here in Toronto. They're telling us that we are going to be shut down to at least July, like 100%. Really? Yeah. So like they put that out on, uh, I want to say Thursday after our podcast, when I found that out is that they're saying like, we're not going to go back to normal or any semblance of normal until there's a vaccine. And that was coming from our prime minister. So yeah. that was a little bit heavy to take, but it is what it is it ruined I mean, my like, thursday for sure
0: <laughs> oh yeah that's i mean that sucks but i think it's also responsible like i feel like it if like we're being realistic down here it's going to be similar i don't i don't yeah. think that like <laughs> there's like any i mean we just any... we just
2: we literally can't afford like we we can't afford to like jump ahead you know as much as people want to it's i i just don't cuz it's just going to come back worse you know what i mean yeah. like if it hadn't hit if it's only hit you know let's say roughly let's just just for the sake of argument like a million people right after this all said and done around the world a million people like there's still what 7.4 billion people who haven't gotten it yet or what you know like there's like that crazy number where like the people who hadn't gotten it who hadn't gotten the antibodies you know what i mean like they're gonna get it if somebody's carrying it you know what i mean like there's and we're just gonna have a second wave if we do this too early but
1: i mean we're there's almost two million worldwide already it's oh, 18 yeah. mean, I it's 1870 no I, it just made me think i was looking at it um yeah i mean they also said that uh there is going to be like a second wave in the fall yeah for sure um yeah it's scary shit man very very and scary shit.
0: stuff yeah i don't know and then boris johnson was in the hospital and it's just like oh my yeah. god <laughs> everything's going and, crazy like,
1: the best part of that is like you're you're trying to live your life, right? You're trying to be in a pandemic, you're trying not to think about pandemic style viruses. And then your buddy makes you watch a movie where there's a ghost <laughs> virus that makes everybody lose their fucking mind. Did that. that gets in your head. There's
2: more that layers gets in your to head. it, I
1: think. And then you're like, Well now, I don't know what the
2: hell's happening. And, I mean, then, you we start, wanna... and then, then you start then you start <laughs> playing. Wait, can do I we... bring up real quick can I bring okay. up Moral Combat real quick? Oh so yeah, I told you, Josh <laughs> you talk about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <We laughs> we'll I will
1: always Gam- talk about Mortal Kombat.
2: If anybody listening to this hasn't, do yourself a favor and watch the original Mortal Kombat that came out in 1995.
1: It's if 95. Anything, yeah.
2: If anything, you will have the best soundtrack for any kind of like workout you'll ever boom, boom, get in your life. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that I mean, we were so talking bad. about it. That was it. the
0: best. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that song's great. But we were talking about it, like, briefly, like, online. Because we were saying how it's, like, like, inarguably, it's, like, a bad movie. Like, it's just, like, not oh, good. Oh, it's terrible.
2: But and it's also, that, like... like... The, effects, the effects of it <laughs> are, like, just awful. It's, like, they didn't even... I guess in 95, what, like, what was there out in 95? Like, you had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles a few years earlier. You had... Jurassic Park. Tre- Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's what better. i'm saying
0: like jurassic park came out two years ago and it looks incredible still like there's no excuse
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: like at all <laughs> like Wait, well, blade runner and what... alien came out in the 70s and the 80s like there's there's no excuse for the horrendous effects
2: <laughs> yeah like goro like goro i heard was like two people one person sitting on top of another person
1: like what? on their shoulders
2: but like you could tell that the same kind of uh the the how they fabricated goro was I would guess the same as how they fabricated the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Had a very similar kind of look to it. Um but it was yeah it was it was strange. And then, like the like the scorpion spear coming out of the uh his hand <laughs> was just is was just weird like I don't know. But yeah it was I mean, amazing. So. It's a no, great the movie. The thing is,
0: like we were talking, like it is like on on all like levels, it's like poorly done. Like it's like a bad script. Like the effects are bad. Like it's the design and everything. But like we all like love it. Like I don't know. I I don't want to speak for you guys, but I like genuinely love that no. movie.
1: No, no, it's like yeah, it's genuinely entertaining.
0: I feel like part of that is because like in the '90s, especially, and like you I, you know this is a generalization, but I think there's some truth to it. Like everything like any movie that came in in the 90s like on paper is like insane and like so many like crazy ideas like if you like Mm -hmm. if you like pitched the matrix today people would be like what the fuck are you talking about like that makes like no sense or like you know any of these big action movies but like they're so completely sincere like they like are fun but they they and it's not like they take themselves too seriously but like they're presented like unapologetically and like without a sense of irony and that makes them like that earnestness i think is like charming and it gives it character and it's appealing because like any if that if mortal kombat came out today it'd be like fucking like grim dark and like edgy and like too serious oh, yeah. and and don't like don't you
1: remember uh, a couple years ago they came out with those shorts that yeah, they were trying exactly. to get made into a movie that was <laughs> yeah, super serious
0: and it's just so like over like oppressively like dark and grim but like and then they would also do that thing probably where the kid, the characters would kind of like make sly comments. Like we know this is like based on a video game and we know that it's kind of dumb, but like, whatever, like we're getting paid millions of dollars, you know, but like, Oh, no... I love that. No, there's no sense of that. <laughs> like in this movie, it's like, so like, no, like this is what it is. And it's just like a battle for like the souls of whoever the fuck. And it's like, you know, yeah. the tort- martial. Like, it's just fun. And like all the acting is like hammy. Like I love um, Raiden in it. Christopher Lambert. Yeah,
2: um, <laughs> he just like last. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and uh,
0: what's his fucking name? Um, Shang Tsung, the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a,
2: yeah, I just know him as the he's the, he's the grandfather on Johnny Tsunami. That's all I know. That's
0: all you need to know.
2: <laughs> Johnny he, like, Tsunami
1: was a great movie.
2: Like his movie. face, like Shang Tsung is like he's like um, his face, like I will be just so... like he just crunches up his face in a way that's super just like whatever. But like when him and Liu Kang fight at the end. Like and that's what Ryan was like, oh yeah, they actually hit each other because they were both master martial artists and they were able to. They didn't have to like do like crappy choreography, you know what I mean? Like they legit like went at it and that, that was awesome. I like that yeah, they're, those they're are little tidbits, you know? So they're definitely fun. It was like, great. <laughs> I yeah. I Movies want them are to, like, remake, to okay. remake Mortal Kombat, like the original Mortal Kombat. Like, no, that's what I'm saying. Don't leave it alone.
1: Leave it alone. Okay. Hold it on, exists? have you, have you seen Mortal Kombat two
2: Josh? The <laughs> <laughs> The Annihilation, okay. Mortal right?
1: yeah. that Two ends with a claymation fight between two claymation dragons, and it's my favorite thing ever.
2: <laughs> well, no, that's that'll maybe that maybe they'll request that for our next movie. Oh,
1: it's so ridiculous! Take everything that happened in the first one, then add in a claymation finale.
2: Yeah, because I was wondering. I was like, "Is this the one that where Liu Kang turns to a dragon?" No, oh. that's the second one. Second so, like, the one, bicycle the bicycle dr-
1: kick.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a, he's good. Robin shows good. He's in, um, oh fuck. He's in another movie. I can't remember what it is. I think he's in like death race with Jason Statham.
2: Yeah. I looked it up too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, it's good. It's fun. Cause the guy (laughs) who played Kano was great too. I thought he was a great Kano.
0: I mean, it's, it's great. I mean like it's made by like, I don't know if it was, I don't know. I wouldn't call it like great, but it's definitely made by people who cared and that, and that I appreciate
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, Street Fighter was a much better movie. Jean-Claude Van Damme, poof, all day. <laughs> the one, is that the famous one with like the M. Bison guy
0: going, of course! Like, Is that yes. that movie? Yes, okay. yes I it's only, awesome. I've only seen uh, Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li.
1: Oh my god, okay. That movie has the <laughs> Which single is really greatest <laughs> line in it. It has the single greatest line of, it of all time. You ready for this? It's like the climax of the movie. It's that blonde dude who's in everything, and he looks... At the main girl, and he goes, Your father's just like milk, but even milk has an expiration date. And then kills the dad. It's like the greatest line in movie history. Isn't that, um, um, that, isn't that, that's Bison, right? Says that? I guess, yeah, it's that version, movie's version of Bison, but it's that blonde dude who's in everything.
0: It's Neil McDonough. He was in, um, uh, Miracle as the assistant coach. (laughs) No,
1: no, that's not the same guy. That is.
2: Isn't That's not it? the same guy. No, we'll oh, have no to worry. look it
0: up. Oh no, wait! I'm thinking of Noah Emmerich. Sorry, no, you're right. It's a different guy.
2: <laughs> I did I notice.
0: Have... I would have loved if that was uh... true, but sorry, Josh.
2: <laughs> no, sorry. Switching, like, real quick though, before we jump into the whaling. Um, you guys see that? Like, uh, I read this this Looper video about um every all the DC, or MCU movies being bumped back a year. I read like... video. What's that?
0: nothing sorry i'm being an asshole it's just,
2: well i just like some like some article that sings about like uh you know like the looper videos where they kind of like break stories and stuff like that and they kind of like for like five minutes to like talk about what's going on and yeah. they were saying how like a black Widows pushed back to november release which then bumps back like the Eternals or whatever yeah. to like also, february look- and then like everything gets just bumped back in the slots they have, like the only the only uh movies that are slated to not move is a doctor strange two in February of next year. And then mm. black Panther two in may of next, um, 2022. Yeah, I, I mean, or anything 20, that
1: hadn't had started filming yet is going to have to be pushed back a whole bunch. Um, and well, yeah, speaking like
2: of New but, mutants, no, sorry. I was going to say new mutants, like indefinitely got, like, they don't know when they're going to release that. Movie. Well,
1: I mean, they, but that movie has been done for two years. Now. <laughs> I don't like, think they'll they, ever
2: release it at
0: this. Yeah. Point. I don't so think they're ridiculous. releasing that.
1: Like it's, it's insane. It's insane. That movie was ready to go two years ago.
0: I would have loved yeah. to have seen like the original concept. Of yeah, it. I think it's really cool. The double four version
1: it. looked sick.
0: They fucked with it. So a bunch. Hard. They've been fucking then, with it for like, two years. Well, but what was crazy is like they fucked with it to make it more like whatever, like I, like normal, like mainstream. And then that then they fucked with it back to like try to add yeah, more yeah, of it. Yeah, they yeah. cut in, but then it's getting delayed and I think they're gonna try to like cut down more of it if it goes on Disney Plus. I have no idea.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's just a speaking mess at this of, point. <laughs> well, and speaking of all this stuff, reportedly, the Flash movie has uh, is going under. Not only so did he of lose, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, not only did he lose his role, but he's going to tank the entire movie. Oh shit! It sucks because they were going to do Flashpoint.
2: They, well, they have to do Flashpoint, like that. Yeah, to get to get uh, Robert Pattinson in the mix and everything. Like Flashpoint yeah. is the thing. I and haven't. So,
0: I I haven't seen. I can't find anything that. That confirms that I, I I see like rumors and speculations. I am not seeing anything that says like it's confirmed that that happened.
1: No, so it was I'll, like I'll a, be interested. A, a, no, 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 same thing. It was like an insider's uh, comment. It was, it was not official. <laughs> yeah. We were
0: talking. I remember we were talking last episode about it, and it's definitely like having like gone back and like seen the video. I can see why it's like he, why people are upset for sure. I still it's think bad, I still think there's like lots of like missing context, but it definitely like looks very bad. And because You're, there's no like I, official statement, like it, it's like oh, I, Jesus. I
1: hope <laughs> I hope that there's missing context. I really, really, really do. Right now, there doesn't seem to be any. And the missing context seems to be it was a bar in Reykjavik, Iceland, and uh, people were getting on his nerves. It seems to be the reports.
2: So oh, yeah, I mean, what I meant. It's not looking
0: meant... good. <laughs> Well, what I meant by, like, context is that the video is less than, like, seven seconds long. You know what I and mean? It
2: cut, and it cuts out at a very specific <laughs> it moment. It cuts out so at a like... very imp-
0: important time. And also the police, like, there's, like, no pre- charges were pressed. Like, you know, like, no, they, no, no, they yeah. were, you know what I mean? So, like, I don't know. But I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to defend somebody who chooses. It'd be really interesting <laughs> if there's just,
1: like, three, there's, like, an extra three seconds of that video where the girl just smacks them before any of that starts.
0: <laughs> After, and she just, like, beats the shit <laughs> I would love that. Cause he's always been weird. Like I, I people like him. I haven't been like super impressed by anything he's ever done. But I think he's like a good actor. But people love him. And I, but I have always found him to be very strange. <laughs> like often, you ground. know what
1: I, you know what I really liked him in uh, Trainwreck, the Amy Poehler movie. He's in that and plays like her assistant. he's very funny in it. I never saw that.
2: I like Trainwreck. Like Trainwreck is really good. Trainwreck is was like that was that year that like Martian got best comedy in the Golden Globe and Globes, and I was like, yeah. that's fucked up.
1: Like, a was a really well-written, <laughs> remember, like, man.
2: movie, and it was a comedy, you know?
1: I think, Josh, because I think it was the same year that Amy, or what's her name? Um, Amy Schumer.
2: Amy Schumer, yeah.
1: And, and, I think Amy Schumer, I think it's the same year that she had all that controversy about uh, sure. ripping off bits for her show. I think that's why uh, she didn't yeah. win. I think there was, a whole, there was a whole thing going on, you know?
0: Well, I mean, the Golden Globes specifically have this reputation of, like, you know, it's just journalists that get paid off. By like movie companies, like it, it doesn't have a lot of legitimacy, and I think that's why shit like The Martian gets like all the, you know what I mean? Like I don't know if that has. Yeah, hey, I necessarily... <laughs> greatly,
1: greatly enjoyed The Martian.
0: I mean, yeah, we can talk about The Martian another time. <laughs> 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 wasn't Wasn't my thing, but people love it. Oh yeah, I've heard. I, I've heard the
1: book is great. I read the book before I saw the movie, and it's um, it's very both are very good. Okay, both are very very good. Okay, cool. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll leave it at that uh... for now. Yeah, let's talk about The whaling or whatever the should hell we, movie we watch. Should we
0: jump in? All right. So let's do it. Let's just do it.
1: I have thoughts, but more I have questions. All right. Well, Ooh. I might have answers.
0: So let's go. Uh, <laughs> so this will be like, I mean, I don't think you can talk about this movie without like heavily spoiling it. So just like, you know, be yeah. warned. Oh, uh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. people have been kind of like going into that, expecting this until now, but just like, you know, general spoiler warning uh, for a movie that came out four years ago.
2: In case, it, in case it's on your list.
0: Which it should be, because I think it's great. But So basically, it was my turn, and I recommended a film that came out in 2016 called The Wailing. Uh, It is a Korean film directed by Hong Jing-na, uh, and it focuses on a small town, um, and there's some sort of illness that is sweeping through the town that is causing people to become uncharacteristically violent, and uh, the main action of the film follows a low-level police officer as he's trying to solve the crimes and kind of like, you know, figure out what's going on uh as his family kind of gets swept up and everything. And there's things don't, you know, aren't what they appear to be. Uh there's lots of different moving pieces. And uh it's also two and a half hours long. So what did you guys think?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um
0: general thoughts go, first.
1: I really enjoyed the okay. I so- saw settling in for this two and a half hour movie i got my switch out i'm ready to catch some pokemon oh can't do that forgot subtitles wow. so switch wow. goes away
2: you mean you watch focus. these movies distracted brandon
1: i do everything distracted um so watching this movie i'm settling in and i loved the tone of it at the beginning like the main guy and him just like Bouncing around, not really knowing what's what's going on. He was so entertaining to watch until anything happened. So that got me right away. I was like, oh, this guy's awesome. I can watch this guy just walk around all day. That's where I'm starting.
0: I, well, yeah, I want to hear, Josh, your general thoughts as well. But I actually, like, I loved his performance. Mm -hmm, I loved mm -hmm. that, like, how he started out as, like, this like bumbling like goofball who like had no idea what was going on and like didn't really care. Like he's not like invested in his job as a police officer and he's sort of just like getting freaked out by everything. And is like, kind of like doesn't have like a tough life at home by any means, but he's also, you know, he's not taken seriously by his family. Really. His daughter loves him. And I love that relationship. But as the film goes on and like the kind of stakes get higher and people start dying and, it becomes more intense. I, I love how this actor, who I'm not gonna be able to pronounce his name right because I don't speak Korean, um, but his name is Do Won Kwak. Uh, and He's he awesome. like becomes this, like he, he channels this rage and this fear and this sorrow. And he kind of like seamlessly becomes like, it's like a human being, like a real, the character is like mm. a real person that experiences all these different kinds of emotions. And I really liked yeah. his performance. I think it anchors the movie for me.
1: Uh, yeah yeah if you don't have him, it's a completely different movie I agree
2: yeah, totally um, my general thoughts on the film, I would say I liked it i I'm really glad uh and we'll get into like into this a lot later, but I did enjoy the payoff at the end in terms of like sitting through a two and a half hour movie and then just like getting some of those answers um for yes. me anyway Yes! and I liked. It was an interesting kind of like, you know, was it sci-fi? Was it whatever? But it's always cool with like the, the some of the, some very beautiful shots. Maybe you want to go visit Korea.
0: Yep. Yeah. This movie looks fucking gorgeous.
2: And they, uh, with the subtitles, I always forget, always takes you a while to get used to reading and then watching at the same time. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it like at the beginning of the movie was hard to follow because I was like watching, but then I was like reading the whole time. And then I think the beginning also confused me because they had opening credits subtitled as well as the lines. And so you were reading and all of a sudden you're like, wait, costume design by so-and-so. Okay, cool. But then yeah. like, wait, they're speaking too. Like, and now it's that confusing. was definitely an issue. And I think one of my first notes were it's confusing the it's confusing to follow. But then I said, it's because it's in a different language. Like it doesn't. It, they were doing exactly what a lot of our movies do, and it mm-hmm. put those like our you movies. know names, names and credits in the beginning. But because we can read it and listen to the language at the same time, it doesn't bother us. And it was like a unique thing to like sit through in terms of how that was set up. Um, I noticed, but I did. I liked the story. I liked the the stakes. It was a little like kind of a slow burn, actually. I I feel for the movie because it led you um it led you on this like little trail of like what what was happening and figuring out this disease and things like that but then you know i guess would it be okay if i just like went into my like initial thought like towards the end or do you want to go in order of like uh, events? I know I just want yeah. to, we don't have to go in order, but oh no, sorry, Brendan, I,
1: can we spoil the end right now so we can like get that out there and then talk about <laughs> it? Uh
0: well I wanted to just respond to a couple of Josh's points before we yeah. do that. But then we can frame the discussion in terms of the ending if you guys want. I think that's that'd be cool. Just I think just so
1: we throw that out there so we can, you know talk about
0: the rest of it
2: deter anybody who wants to listen
0: (laughs) yeah well i just i think josh you you brought up two things that i was kind of going into this discussion wanting to talk about um the first thing is i don't i personally don't ever have an issue with subtitles and i think i forget a lot of people do like i grew up kind of watching like bootlegged anime like since i was like 10 online so i i've never had like an issue like with that stuff but i agree that like in movies like this, like, with the credit crawl, like, that can be... Like, if you're not quick, like, if you're not expecting it, it can go by really fast. So, I should have, like, uh, gave you guys a heads up, so I apologize for that. But, um, I don't know, did you find it was, like, a huge issue, like, throughout? Like, did you think that it was, like, no. too distracting?
2: No, not at all. It was kind of the same thing when I saw Parasite, where, like, it just, it just takes you initially, like, five, ten minutes to get the, like, to read fast and then watch. You know, because a lot of the times when they speak the lines, it there's a lot more consonants in the Korean language for the line than there is when to read it. So it's quicker to read it real quick and then watch the scene. Does that make sense? Like, so once you get used to that formula, then it was totally fine. I was totally in it. You know what I mean? The whole time.
0: Right, no, that's good to know. i I did
2: wish, I did wish like, cause we took some time trying to make them bigger. <laughs> cause like oh. Ryan couldn't really <laughs> read the subtitles on the TV. So we're like, okay, hey, well maybe there's a setting in Amazon to like make them bigger, but nope. It was so the same funny. size the whole time.
0: <laughs> I never tried to do that. Um, I'm glad you brought up Parasite because another thing that I wanted to talk about is genre, like specifically with Parasite, which we've all seen, right?
1: Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Um,
0: yeah. Well, I'm not going to spoil anything, get on but basically, that Basically, yeah, you should. Uh, but basically, yeah. something I've noticed through a lot of Korean films that I've seen is they don't really. It's not like one thing. Like Parasite, it's like, is it a drama? Is it a comedy? Is it a thriller? Like, is it like You know what? What is it? It's all of these things. It's its own unique kind of like blend and path and feel. And I feel like this movie kind of is that as well. Is like, is it a comedy? Is it a horror? Is it a thriller? Is it a mystery? And it's like all of these things. It's just a really well told story. Is how I feel, and I and I admire that about it a lot. I think that it seamlessly kind of like goes on to become lots of different things.
2: Right. Well, well, especially at the end, Jesus. Like, (laughs) yeah. Also,
1: even even within that, like, okay, when they have that fight. It's like the five guys at the Japanese guy's place, and they have that fight, and it's almost comedic. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, absolutely, that, like, I absolutely
0: do. I agree. And I think it's because yeah. like in the American version of this story, like you are following super cup and you are following all these guys who are competent, but this is just like, these just people like they're farmers. They don't really know what yeah. they're doing. So like when they see a fucking zombie or right. whatever it is, they're freaking out. And that's why I love it. Cause these people would do that. They would freak <laughs> out and like be unable to like yeah. know what's going on. You know,
1: <laughs> yeah. it was, it was fantastic. And like it rode the line perfectly. Between super drama and and comedy, like it was it was unbelievable. And you have this moment where it's super serious, and then all of a sudden they keep doing the exact same thing, and the zombie thing keeps jumping on them and biting them. And then the next <laughs> guy has to hit it in the head, and it's like, what is happening right now? Oh, I love It, know worked, it, it works. It worked perfectly. It was like the perfect yeah. comedic yeah. relief right at the time.
0: I agree. And then it gets super serious
1: again immediately after when they're chasing the Japanese guy again.
0: I was just going to say to your point, like, right after that, he has this, like, breakdown about he just wants to save his daughter. That's perfect.
1: Yeah. 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 It's it's unbelievable.
2: Um, So I would like to, now that we've kind of, like, kind of gotten into it a little bit, can I say what I appreciated about the movie and, like, the investment of sitting for, you know, two and a half hours and, like, kind of watching the movie was, in hindsight they gave you, the way it was written, they gave you all the pieces, like, they led you on this, for me, anyway, this is my this is my take on it, they they led you down this breadcrumb of, like, the Japanese guy being a ghost and a demon or whatever, or, like, and he had the room, like, the atheist-looking room or whatever, the, with the, the goat heads and things like that, and then you had the all the pictures and stuff like that, and he was just kind of, when he was accused, you know, by our main character, he just sat there and took it and then he got rid of it burned it or whatever yeah. and then there was that little seed of doubt during the the chase because then the young woman in the white you know you kind of thought oh shit maybe she's like the demon and then like you know kills this guy who was just missing like mis uh misaccused or you know whatever when he, he falls off the cliff in the car in the truck and they like get rid of him because the shaman's like i got rid of the wrong person and then you're like oh shit, is a shaman? Like, oh no, she's the demon. And then like that dichotomy of like the the woman and not going back to the house for for three crows. And then at the very end, it is the Japanese guy, you know, being the devil and stuff like that. I'm just like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Like they told us, they like, all the clues were there that it was the Japanese guy, but then they made you doubt it. Now that's really interesting, uh,
0: is because I agree with you that, like, for me, a huge reason I wanted to recommend this movie is because of the writing. Like, I think they do give you all of the clues. It is very well paced. I know that it's slow. I I personally don't mind a slow burn. I think for something like this, when there's such a huge payoff at the end, it's worth it for me.
1: Yeah. Also, uh, I also, like, keep in mind, because it's subtitles for us, like, I enjoyed the pace even more because had it been any faster, I would have had a hard time keeping up
0: also true. Yeah, that's actually a good yeah. point too. I do disagree with you, Josh, and I think we Brandon, you want to talk about the ending anyway. Like I actually yes. think I, that yes, like Yes, I
1: did want to talk about the ending.
0: I I don't I think that uh the woman is the evil spirit. And I think that What? Yeah. What? I know. <laughs> what? Well, so for context, I guess like I mean, you're right, Josh. The whole movie is kind of the framework is like okay, like the Japanese man is the main suspect and then he kind of gets hit by a fucking car and thrown off a cliff uh and then the movie kind of is like oh maybe it's like the il guang the other shaman oh maybe it's the woman in white but then like it kind of seems to suggest that the that's the wrong conclusion that like the japanese man you know becomes the oni the the demon figure um when he's confronted Mm -hmm. by the deacon. And then everything, everybody ends up dead and it's very sad. Uh, but nope. I, I feel like that is a misleading conclusion, but I feel like you guys disagree because Brandon uh, especially is like getting really hot. So I want to hear Brandon's I, stuff. Yeah.
1: Well, hold on. Cause I think that it, on top of that, it seems like the devil, like the Japanese guy who's the devil at the end or whatever he is, like a demon, he's also the other shaman. Is he not? That's what I thought happened. So I thought he's also the other shaman, because that guy comes in at the end and takes those pictures with the same camera.
0: Right. Well, so, and this is, and this is what I'm saying. So, uh, how should we talk about this? Because we, we, we've been, I mean...
1: Okay, so the movie yeah. ends, and there's <laughs> yes. this Japanese guy who's been the suspect the entire movie, who they made very clear is the murderer, and then he, like, gets murdered but is still alive because he's a demon. And uh, a deacon goes and confronts him to ask who he is, and he reveals himself as a devil or a demon or whatever. He's all red with horns, like the whole nine yards. Cool. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so they make that very clear that that's that's a thing, which I very much appreciated because, like, twenty minutes before that, I was getting annoyed. I was like, if this movie doesn't have like a something (laughs) like that, I'm gonna freak out. yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, Josh, that's what I was gonna say. I agree with you wholeheartedly, and I was really happy when they made that choice just to show him like that. I was like, thank god at least there's something like there's an interesting end to this no matter what you know well um but so (laughs) yeah did you not think that the other uh shaman was also like him oh
0: because and i'm going to tell you why for sure um i think like because so much of the movie is dealing like thematically dealing with like ideas of like deception and like misunderstanding uh i think like I don't know. I think there's enough evidence to suggest that the movie might be kind of hiding in plain sight a little bit. And I think that, like for sure, like the mainstream interpretation is like what you guys are saying. Um, But for me, it always, there are like little things like always bothered me about it. And this is my third time watching it for this show, like for a podcast. And the first time I watched it, I definitely agreed. But like, and I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm just saying this is what I think. Um, So the movie kind of like, as we were saying, like there's this like weird illness uh, that is like kind of like sweeping this town, and it's never really like fully explicitly ex- explained what's happening. Um, there's people
2: who are infected get like boils and like a rash, and like they they almost look like burn victims. You know, at the end of it, yeah.
0: I, I love the effects for, for all the victims too. I think they make super them look well really... done.
2: Really oh, the grotesque. scene in the, hospital, yeah. the, uh, in the hospital room, like when he's yeah. like, in the blood oh, just yeah. face. <laughs> it's talking oh, about some
1: contortionist ability. That was phenomenal. Or I, the I the, love that the shaman
2: like puking up like blood and like puking. At, oh yeah, like, it's so gross.
0: Just, like... <laughs> it's so gross. Um.
2: Oh, basically. Oh
1: but, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. no, sorry. Well, I was just gonna mention that. So when he walks in and he starts bleeding from his nose and everything, this is why I thought he was also the devil, right? Because she's like, "What are you doing here?". And he's like like gets out of there, and I thought that was because she's also like like their opposites is what I thought, so when she gets close when he gets close enough to her, he starts like getting fucked up,
2: but he can also he could, he also walks over the threshold once the little like flower or whatever gets like yeah
1: the
0: flower was way but so so sorry, so <laughs> um like we were saying, as the main policeman character uh is kind of investigating all of this. All of this uh, very early on in the movie, he meets the woman in white. Is what she's billed as, um, yeah, the mysterious woman uh, who's wearing white. Um, she's also wearing a jacket, and that's going to like come out later. Um, just seems to be wearing this like innocuous, like kind of like
2: army jacket. I don't know, yeah, army right, jacket or, or like... workman's
0: jacket or whatever it is. Um, and she kind of is like trying to spur on the main character to know pursue a lead or like come into like an area in the back of the house that he ends up encountering like a demonic hallucination uh and ends up like and she never like she's not in the movie for another like hour and a half (laughs) after that (laughs) she doesn't come back until like the very end um but when she does come back the next time we see her she is observing the japanese man as he's getting hunted by the townspeople And is, like, the shot of her, like, looming over the main character as he throws the Japanese man off the cliff, I think is very sinister. And that was, like, one of the things that made me go, like, wait a second. Because to me, you don't frame a character that way without having them have bad intentions. Or, like, you're trying to telegraph us something, you know? Right. Like, as an audience. And keep so keep in mind that... I also think that the movie's playing off of Xenophobia. There's like very intense.
1: Yeah, that
2: was a thing,
0: eh? Relations between Korea and Japan. Um, very I thought about that, like, was this like a,
2: yeah.
1: Well, they keep calling him like
2: the Jack, you know, and
0: shit like that. Um, and I think that's like intentionally misdirecting, like the people. Uh the, the hysteria and the rumors before even anything crazy happens, people have rumors about this guy. Like he's being painted as a villain, like yeah. to townspeople from the beginning for just existing and coming to this town. And you see it like come up in every conversation that people have about him. Um, okay, but he's so, also
1: resurrecting people for murders. I don't think that's what don't we... what he's
0: doing, and I'm, gonna, and I'm gonna explain why I don't think that. Right. So yeah, um okay that. like when people when people when they come to his house uh they're like what are you doing and he's like you wouldn't believe me even if i told you because they they don't and that's something that the deacon is present for he hears that conversation especially because he's fluent in both korean and japanese so he's aware that that is what kind of his perception of the events are and we do we see his like his room and i love the look of his room by the way of like all the photographs and the rituals and the candles kind of, like, Mm -hmm. this, like, disgusting, like, nightmare of, like, Satanism.
1: Super (laughs) freaking scary. Super
0: scary. Super scary. And notice how his friend, the cop's friend, who ends up, you know, also getting cursed and, like, murdering his landlord or whatever, he's the only one who sees it at first. And he relays that information later with, like, his daughter's shoe, right? With um, Jojin's shoe, who also ends up getting cursed. So all of that's important. And I think it's important that we see him take the photographs of the guy in the car in that truck, remember? And he sets up those candles and then he goes to perform the ritual that gets interrupted by the second shaman performing his ritual, um, which is my favorite scene in the fucking movie. I love the scene of the dual rituals. Really, really
1: awesome. Yeah. Really, 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 really cool. This,
0: like, this, like, fucking hotshot, like, almost like celebrity shaman, like, from, like, Seoul, like, the big city. Like, they hire him to, like, kind of fix his daughter who's, like, kind of getting sick. And I love, I love that scene. I love the music. I love the intensity. I love how it's shot. But the Japanese man, his, his, he's unable to finish his ritual because he's kind of the recipient of the killing curse by the other shaman, right? And the only reason that that shaman, failed to kill the Japanese man was because he was interrupted by the main character. Right. And then, so yeah, the Japanese man is like, Oh fuck. Like I got to like sleep this off or whatever. When he wakes up, he immediately runs to the truck and sees that the corpse is reanimated. He's not in the truck anymore. And he's panicking. He's like scared. So like, why would he like be reacting that way? That doesn't make a lot of sense. So I think if he's the that, one who like
2: was doing it for him. Exactly.
0: I think that the photographs are a way to like, for like whatever powers he has, whatever ritual he's performing, he needs that to prevent, to try to prevent the curses from happening. Yeah. And That's why he has the boxes in the, in the, in the, in the house full of photographs. And that's why the other shaman has a similar boxes of photographs because they're both practicing the same art. They're both practicing the same ritual. And that's how they're connected. And that's why he like rushes on down like the mountain in his car on the phone when he's later in the movie, when he's like, I got the wrong one. I I got it wrong. I got it wrong because that's why Kyojin was able to still get cursed because he was doing the killing curse on the wrong thing. You know? Okay. Question. Why is he a demon then? That's why it was important earlier. So we have no idea what reality is for the people that are getting cursed, right? Like throughout the entire movie, we're not seeing the point of view of the people that are cursed until the end when we go and visit the deacon as he's like going through the cave because he gets bit, right? And he gets like affected or whatever, like in the hospital when after his like uncle is dead and he goes to find the Japanese man who has died at this point like has been fucking hit by a car and like thrown off a cliff. So I think that he is like being resurrected in his like resurrected cursed state and is psychologically mocking the deacon's Christian faith because the dialogue says like, you already have these like ideas about me. Like you, you already made up your mind and like the, it is the same model of the camera because deacon was there at the house to see the Japanese man use it. And he's like the dialogue is like you know mocking the Bible verses from Luke or John or whatever that was like in the beginning of the movie. It's like, do you not see that I have flesh and bones? I am not a ghost. Like it's all like a psychological trick to make the deacon lose his faith in God before he succumbs to the curse. Is how I well, and then
2: you notice if you guys notice too, like when before the Japanese guy transformed, you saw that there's like a hole in his palm, like the like crucifixion of Jesus, you know, and like. You know, he's so he's like, yeah, I can get the whole toying with the guy, like, you know, if I make you leave or, you know, but I did love the kind of shout out to the reveal of the demon where it wasn't just the full on face, it was the hand, like with the camera, like that shot of him, like, you know, doing the film or whatever, getting a new, uh, a fresh thing to take another picture. And then it was revealed, like, because you can't see because the camera's covering the guy's face. And then the slow, like, reveal of his face, I, I thought was fucking creepy as shit and i yeah i was like what (laughs) it's super well done if you notice if you notice that like in the hallucinations too it's like it's the japanese guy who's like the demon right eating the deer carcass or eating the you know um whatever the 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 meat is but uh yeah i totally it's this is why i like it too is like that there's so many different angles that you can go off of it and uh, there's definitely multiple interpretations
0: yeah of course you know? oh of course i i mean i'm, I'm well, sounding a little tinfoil hattie for sure well, so
1: <laughs> who do you like... think okay but then in your world who do you think the girl <laughs> is she's an evil she's
0: the evil spirit that's the plaguing the town for what reason. is he
1: if he so can then... still turn himself into a demon
0: oh, that's what i'm saying it's like the it's the curse like is making the deacon that's what the deacon is seeing but we don't know if it's real well, that's in, wild, man. We're in his that's subjective. Wild. We're in his subjective experience, which we've never experienced in the know, movie. For sure. Well, but okay, but let know, me ask man. you. But let me ask you this: Then why was the woman in white wearing all of the clothes from the victims? They have that like shot at the end of like her, like right. that little quick montage of her, like the sweater yeah. and the jacket. She has Hyojin's hairpin. That like, why would she have that hairpin? They in the uh, very she's
1: be- she's a thief
0: in the very beginning of the film. When, she come, drops off, when Hyojin drops off the, uh, the food for her dad at the police station, she drops her hairpin. They deliberately show her, or they show him re- bending down to pick up the hairpin, but then he doesn't pick it up. They show him not picking it up, he gets distracted. So then how the fuck did yeah. she get, get it? Because she was there. Because she tried to curse the policeman the night before. If you remember, they both, that like naked woman, out front of the police station, which is a great comedic bit, by the way, where they're talking about like, you know, they're trying to scare each other or whatever, and they're talking about the magic mushrooms, and then this just, like, naked woman is, like, outside of, like, the police station. They both freak out. The next shot is him... Like in his cold sweat, like, like in having a nightmare where he's like, you stupid whore, like, stop, like you fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I and laughed it's,
2: out loud because everybody else is eating breakfast. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's
0: funny for sure. But I think like that was in his dreams. He was resisting being cursed and possessed by the woman in white. The woman. Interesting. Yeah, that's what I think. I think it's like what? all very subtle. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <Can> <laughs> what do you mean you don't I'm telling you
2: <laughs>
1: I don't know. <laughs>
2: well, I mean what do you think though? I want to talk about real quick oh shout out to like those shots of the mountains and the sunsets and like those like stills real quick. That's I mean it's definitely yeah, visually
0: visually it's it's absolutely gorgeous.
2: But the guy like getting hit by lightning was funny. Um I, yeah! I said, like, Oh right I totally forgot a about that. It's so weird like cuz uh, mike okay this is what I mean about like the the breadcrumbs right so like it's all about the guy and like if if he if the deacon whether or not the deacon is like seeing guy as a demon or the guy's a demon it's like but how is he like in cloth and like in this cave like no good spirit lives in like a cave with candles and like you know goat heads does that make sense like come on
0: we don't know we we are we are kind of like coming at the movie is coming at it from an angle of like you know your the audience will be approaching this with like an idea of like classic christian iconography of like you know crosses good women in white good like in pure and then like you know ritualistic like you know satanic shit bad but like maybe that's just the ritual that you got to like you know what i mean like everything is like operating under like oh under like of the lens of like being misunderstood you know
2: right like uh, things aren't
0: I as clear know. you keep saying <laughs>
1: you don't know brandon but i'm trying to explain it what do you think <laughs> you know uh i think the woman in white was trying to save her i think I it is it, but i don't feel like to the be. evidence
0: i don't feel like the evidence is to support that though because like when so for instance she wants The main character at the very end to not enter the house, right? She's like, you have to wait till the rooster crows three times or whatever, knowing that like, and
2: everybody
0: dies. Well, because he doesn't wait. No, it's not because he doesn't wait.
1: He was. It is because he doesn't wait.
0: Nah, dude, he'd gone earlier because Hyojin. They showed Hyojin was already there and she was eating all the fucking fish. She was possessed. She was sick and she was gonna murder. Like, they they cut to her like looking at the knife. Like she was like in the
1: process of already murdering like nah, his family. No. Nah, nah. Uh, it's a Schrödinger's cat situation. If he never went, she wouldn't have murdered. Facts. I don't think that's
0: true and I'm telling you because like <laughs> no, just like let me explain. <laughs> so when, when the other, when the hip young shaman first shows up and he starts to feel sick. It, I think it's because that flower, whatever that flower is, is like a ward for him. And that's why like okay. the woman in- like you can't like fucking like get in here like get out of here.
1: And You're I not allowed in exactly here.
0: Exactly what she says. And then so um you know he fucking he fucks off and then he realizes he's made a mistake thinking that the Japanese man was the evil spirit when it's not. Again like he hallucinates yeah. like locusts and like classic like Christian iconography. Oh yeah. Um but uh after after, um, oh, what's his name, the main policeman like, enters the house and like, breaks the seal and the flowers wilt mm-hmm. away, then he can go through again. Anytime he enters a domicile, if you watch through again, like when he enters those houses, he checks the entrance to make sure that there's nothing there. To make sure that there's like no curse or whatever, so that he can't like pass through. And then he takes pictures so saying- of the people after, after they passed away to prevent them from, hopefully... To prevent them from reanimating, he could form a ritual, and that's why there's like all of those like pictures in his box in the truck, because he was he's yeah. doing the same rituals that the Japanese man was doing before he. died. Or
1: both him and uh-uh. the Japanese
0: man are demons. I mean, that's the thing. It, I think it could be either, <laughs> but I think there's Net. enough subtle evidence that paints the woman in white to not be what she seems to be.
2: Well, let's go back. Let's go back to um, uh, like, well, because. The 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 house that burned down, like the initial kind of case that they all kind of um, oh. they investigate. Did you remember? Like, what's interesting is the same flower was there, obviously. But she was she almost seemed a little excited to talk about the facts of what happened. Like, you know, she stabbed her whole family. They all, you know, she seemed pretty like excited about the details about sharing those details with the guy. But I also want to know too, like you know, like the the nest of sticks around the. Uh how Jan or um the daughter hmm. was the same was reflective of the same like nest of nest that they essentially saw in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Now I don't know if I don't know if that means that there was a the same kind of like exorcism that was tried to per, like they tried to uh perform or what? Um not exorcism, but like the uh the, the killing hex. Um but I just found that very interesting. But I do see so if the demon, so the demon puts up the third, like their own, like from if we're going from Caleb's point of view of like the woman being the evil <laughs> spirit, so he can't go into any place that's super evil until it's broken. Is that what we're, is that what you're going off of, Caleb? Because like if he, the way they made it look was that she was the pure spirit hoarding off the demon of coming and like whatever, mm-hmm. and then. Um, He he can't enter until it's broken or the curse dries up the flower or whatever. But then if it's, if it is, I'm trying to like, sorry, I'm trying to go my thoughts. It um, is. It's
0: very complicated. And I think that like, what I love about this movie is that there is so much to discuss about it. Like you can yeah. have these like two viewpoints and like dive fully in and not reach a conclusion necessarily. I yeah, For me, I think that if you think that I just, I just feel like the behavior of the Japanese man does not logically like line up with him being evil or a demon. Like, I think there's enough that we see of him, especially with the moment in the truck, how he's like, seems to be pretty terrified that the corpse is reanimated. Like, why would he do that or behave that way? If that was his goal all along, I feel mm-hmm. like why would the young shaman try to kill the Japanese man if they were working together the entire time? Cause the only reason that his killing curse fails is because his ritual was interrupted by the main guy.
2: You yeah, know what I mean? Right.
0: Like if he hadn't gone through with that, or if he had gone through with that, then the Japanese man would be dead. Um, they both wear the same like sh- like underwear. Like, I don't know what it's called, but that white like, band kind of with cloth. Like, the, the cloth, yeah. yeah. So they, that means yeah, that I was, think they're practicing the same art, you know, like, I, and I feel like the woman in white, the ending like, you, with her, I think the ending with the demon um, which I agree, Josh is like a fantastic like visual way to end the movie, regardless of if it's like "quote unquote" the reality or not. I think that like there's enough like of her using Christian iconography and imagery as a weapon to support that that might be false. You know, she's dressed in white. Um, she's casting mm-hmm. stones at the main character, like in the beginning of in her first interest. <laughs> that like, was
2: so funny. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> No, I think, I think it's a trick. I think that she's, like, it's, like, subtly all, like, kind she's of, like... She's
2: toying with them, you Exactly,
0: know? and that's what I think. She's playing off of the character's, like, xenophobia and her fear of the other, of the Japanese men. Do um, you think...
2: Um, well, then, my question is, so she didn't want him to go to the house... because
0: um, and, and this is, I don't know, you know what I mean, how or yeah. why... But she wanted. She grabs
2: him and she's like, "Don't do it!" Until right because because him passing
0: breaks whatever the charm is with the flowers, allowing the priest or the shaman rather to come back and like you know take his pictures to hopefully perform the ritual to stop the reanimation of the corpses.
2: Hmm.
1: Okay, okay, but hold on then, because (laughs) at, at the very beginning he goes and finds. One of those like flowers at the first house, and is about to touch it until they tell him like somebody yells at him to come over here. So that one's also already been broken. So my theory is that had he not gone back, like it would would not have been broken, and therefore she wouldn't have murdered everybody. Like the whatever demon thing wouldn't have been able to like fully get to her. That's what I'm thinking. And we see the flowers
0: are wilted in the beginning for sure. Yeah, Um, and then we
1: see them wilt after he crosses the threshold, right? So had he not crossed the threshold, would they not have wilted, and therefore... It just depends which way it goes. They just set it up so it could go very easily each way, and that's the debate we're having, you know?
0: Which I think is good. I think that's, like... Oh, yeah! Yeah, yeah, no, I know we all agree, but, like, I, I think it's, like, one of those ethereal qualities of a movie where it's, like, it's really easy for a movie to be underwritten and, like, appear bad, like, in a situation. I think it would be more obvious if, like, we had all these questions, but that they were coming from, like, a lack of logic from, like, the story or the screenwriter. But, like, with this movie, it is so well-written there's multiple interpretations right. that are all valid.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not a lack, it's a plethora of. Yeah. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. the problem. <laughs> An abundance of.
2: Well, I think what's yeah. great is that it was it was written and directed by the same guy. So, you know, this guy, um, Hong Jin-na? Hong Jin-na, is that- yeah. He he obviously had this vision of this story he wanted to tell and was able to execute it I think extremely well um, yeah. for everything because ugh, Caleb you're gonna make me want to like watch this movie again um, because if you think like I also like to to note that the if the, the shot of the wilted flower at the the lead the main character's house the flower petals like they do look like skulls. At the end, like if you if you kinda of look look at it closely, they they've like shriveled up and they look almost look like skulls. Um so oh maybe maybe that could be like a, a not like the illusion of a beautiful flower protecting, but underneath it all could be evil. You know, that could be an interpretation. I just came up with it on the spot, just so you guys wow, know. Oh bravo.
0: <laughs> you know? I yeah, I, mean, I think like I mean I, regardless of whatever the cause of it is, I do think it's like incredibly sad at the end of the movie as like everyone's dead and <laughs> um yeah Yo Jin is just kind of like in a shell-shocked state and she's gonna like we can assume she's in the same position as the first guy you see like she's like slumped over her head's kind of lilted she's oh, kind of like
2: right. mumbling but she, but she was um, healed but she like recovered from like the the skin rash boils or whatever we don't know how long like, that other
0: guy we don't know how long that other guy was sitting there like i, I think uh, it's gotcha. like we can assume that she will start to develop like you know the rash and the boils and the blind eye or whatever like yeah. as can, time goes uh, on
2: i also want to note too about um the oh god shit never mind i just lost it oh the the sin at the end the sin that she was accusing him of it was because she said something about like
1: you yeah, we sinned,
2: and I'm sitting here going, "Well, the the sin that Hujin or the daughter saw was him committing adultery, no? Or was that was he cheating on no, his, no. Wife, or that was that his, his wife? That was his wife. That was wife. That
1: was his wife.
2: Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. All right, never mind then.
1: Yeah, 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 no. I think the idea there was just that they live in such a small place with the grandmother and the daughter.
2: Right. Okay, but then the daughter, <laughs> it was fine. The daughter was like, "Hey." <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I, love, like, I love that yeah. I love that scene as well but that's another thing is like you know he the main character is like why am i being punished and i think that's because like there is no reason because she's a malevolent spirit, like the <laughs> the. Uh, no, no,
1: no, but she says it's because you killed. Like virtually, she tells him it's because you killed the Japanese man who didn't do anything well, wrong. Well,
2: but then, but then he says, you know, but his daughter was already cursed before right. he even accused the Japanese guy. So the order is well,
1: wrong. Okay. See now, it that's, isn't because now, he
2: falsely accused him, and then his daughter was cursed. It was opposite.
1: Yeah you know what now now i'm leaning more towards uh caleb's thing
2: (laughs) well it's also just because like all
0: of the shit like people were fucking getting cursed and dying before he even got involved in the first place and i love i love that uh the line that the younger shaman has where he's like when you go fishing do you know what you're gonna catch right just just like casting and that and seeing what what comes up you know it's just totally arbitrary and like meaningless and just horrible (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like the demon. The demon was just the demon was just you know fucking with people. He didn't actually like go after your daughter. Your daughter just took the bait, you know, whatever that yeah. bait is, you know, whatever that is to make her be like you asshole. Fuck you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I love her. She's so great in the movie when she's like, yeah, you know, like...
1: <laughs> she was fantastic. She was really, really, really good.
0: Not everybody was great, honestly. Yeah, I didn't man. really think there was a weak performance. I loved like it's obviously it's a little difficult you know, we don't speak the language. So maybe like specific like intonations or whatever, but generally like in terms of like emotion and like v- visuals, I felt, I felt everybody was like really believably in the world.
1: Absolutely. Uh, the Definitely. scene with him, the translator and the Japanese man, when he's yelling at him and he's just like telling him to get out of there or he's going to kill him. And that, that whole scene was absolutely fantastic.
0: Yeah, That's a great one. And cause, and that's something that could easily feel like slow while having like two characters have to like, Translate yeah. through a third one, but like it's just so tense, and and that's yeah, kind it, of what we were talking about earlier. To it, that's like a first flash we get because like before that he is kind of this like goofy, bumbling idiot. But then we start yeah, to mm-hmm. see his like rage and his like fear kind of show up, and he's like smashing shit. He kills the dog. He's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you if you're not out of here oh, in three days. Yeah, and he bl- fuck, and you, you believe it. The dog. <laughs> yeah. <dude. laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and that's the thing fuck. too is
2: like i they i did like how it was written where like they were taking the time to translate but then when he was just so passionate just like in defensive mode for his family he just said all of his shit and then the the guy who's translating the, the deacon is like uh yeah please leave quietly
0: yeah exactly because <laughs> he's like i don't know what the fuck's <laughs> going
2: on um, <laughs> I, I also want to know because I, I took a lot of like random like notes but like if you're this is like jumping a little bit sorry caleb um you That's can fun. go back to your thought but like the draw when the when the dad was going through the daughter's notebook and the drawings um if you notice that some of the drawings were like of somebody like crawling the only person we see crawling and like in a hunker position a lot is the woman so that might be something too i don't know i'm just throwing shit out there
0: yeah she's kind of like in a of like the earth like she's always like close to the ground but as the movie goes on and her victims pile up and she becomes stronger. She's like stands upright and she kind of has this like elegant, like posing. And like, again, I go back to that shot of her looming in the background over the main character after he throws the Japanese man's body off the fucking cliff, you know, (laughs) like, I think it's just like the imagery to me visually communicates. But again, that could also be a trick. And I think, I think we're not supposed to know, you know, right. I think the filmmaker wants us to debate um but i love it i love debating uh, this shit
1: (laughs) well that's but that's you gotta love movies like this where there's it's not like you were saying it's not a lack of content that's like oh i think it was this or there's just so much shit that it could easily go either way
2: yeah Yeah, no for sure i also think it's interesting too like remember when the girl was giving this is like completely not a serious comment or anything like that but like did the girl fart in the office Yeah. What? Yes.
1: (laughs) Either she did or or he did, but somebody did.
2: Because somebody Somebody ripped ass. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There was a moment of like silence where they all looked at each other, and I was like, "The fuck?" (laughs) I,
1: I fucking hope. I really, really, (laughs) really hope that one of the actors just let one rip, and they decided to keep it in because everybody held through it. (laughs) I, I, it I, I, I. God, do I hope that's what happened. They were like, Nope, that's fantastic. We're keeping it.
2: <laughs> wow.
1: Um Going
0: to like a more macro level, uh, because Brandon, at the very beginning of the conversation, you made like a comment about like <laughs> um how like uh I forget what exactly you said, but making something about how it's like a movie about like a, a raging sickness like during quarantine time.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, I, I don't know. That was honestly more of like a coincidence. I, I didn't necessarily go into it with that idea, but I do think this, what this movie does so well is like play on this like feeling of like paranoia and like hysterical kind of like fear yeah. of like, you know, nobody knows what's going on and people have different like theories and explanations. Like, Oh, it's like the Japanese man. Oh, it's these magic mushrooms. Oh, it's like a fungus, but like, it's never really given like a clear answer. And I think that, like, it's kind of like a bleak message at the end of, like, how, like, you know, it doesn't really matter because, like, death comes for you all the same and all of the main characters except for uh, the young shaman are dead. And it's just, like, (laughs) this really, like, kind of, like, bleak, hopeless movie. But I think, like, it's so good and and it looks so beautiful that it, like, is kind of, like, unexpected. But I, I still like it a lot.
1: I thought it was great. I, it's, the thing that really got me is how the tone changed from beginning to end. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah, that, I don't know. It got me.
2: I mean, I, I mean, like I said, I loved the reveal of wh- whoever is seeing the demon. We saw a demon. You yeah. You know, we saw a guy who we thought was dead in a burlap, like in a, like a blanket, who then was essentially taunting a guy of Catholic faith. You know, being like, hey, buddy, I can be whoever you want me to be. I have holes in my hand. I'm a demon. I'm like, It's, like, that question of, like, is that his true form or not? Because, you know, because it's the funny thing about religion and, like, you know, people who, like, study the faith, and I'm sure people back, in, like, in smaller towns, like, they, you know, you can argue them, you know, try and argue with them. But, like, the Christianity or the faith and religion and God is the is the be all end all like powerful thing like if I'm a if I'm a deacon or I'm studying my faith and I tell you to show your true form you know you you show your true form like not taking into account that whether he's a demon whether he's a ghost or whatever like they don't go by your rules like sure I'll come show you my true form but is it his true form you know what I mean because he's like fucking with the guy right so yeah. I think that's a very interesting kind of push to those people who like those God fearing Christians who just think you know he's then, you know and i'll be all
0: well, yeah I mean, I, the movie is doing so much with the idea of doubt and uncertainty that i that i loved that like the deacon's faith was being tested i mean like there's that shot like where before he decides to go where he's in the church and he looks yeah. so unsure and he just has no idea what's going on yeah i love that it's kind of like you know the whole movie seems to be kind of posing the question of like questioning your reality and like what you believe in and like if there is such a thing as like an eternal justice um I yeah. think it's really I think it's all all good shit. Good shit. Thank you guys for uh, It was so entertaining
1: movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, super super entertaining.
0: Definitely uh one of the best ones that I've seen in the past few years. I really love it.
2: I do love that they kept like the family kept those like pig carcasses hanging up around their house. Yeah. Like <laughs> after the rituals over and like the shaman has all of his like Assistance and stuff i think it's hilarious
1: <laughs> yeah the shaman was great
2: that was, i loved was, as like, soon as he showed up i loved him
1: <laughs> yeah like he's got a turtleneck and he's, he's in a suit jacket it was, it was oh, a yeah. great thing honestly all yeah
0: like the the biggest power move of the entire movie was when he like he was like that's gonna be 10 grand and then he like got off his fucking like robe yeah and just put on a put on a tracksuit and started smoking a cigarette it was so cool <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was it was very well done yeah
0: um I don't know. Did you guys have anything else to say about it? I just love it, and I'm glad that uh, people, yeah, you guys, enjoyed it.
2: Yeah. No. Thank you for uh, sharing it with us. Because you know, it's it's so funny. I'm I'm enjoying these episodes because you can definitely tell the <laughs> the kinds of movies we uh, we we like and like to talk yeah. about and it's fun.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely, definitely enjoy. <laughs> I definitely enjoy like a good like genre horror film like Purple Rain.
1: Oh <laughs> god! the Scariest movie I've ever seen. The <laughs> '80s was a dystopian time.
0: It kind of really was. <laughs> um, I don't know. What would you guys rate The Wailing? Uh, I would. I would.
2: I honestly, I would give it a um, three and a half goat heads out of five. I was expecting mean? higher
0: after your praise,
1: but okay. I'm gonna give it four subtitles out of five. Subtitles out of five. Um, yeah, I, I mean,
0: if it's not clear, I would I would rate this a five out of five. I think it's like a really great journey, and I love that it can inspire so much discussion. You know, uh, I yeah. love it.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was it's a really really interesting one.
0: Definitely. Thank you, Caleb.
2: Thank yeah. you. Uh, wow. Thank you guys for being down. <laughs> no problem. Who's uh, Josh? You next. It is me. It is I.
0: Can't wait. Um,
2: <laughs> the uh, I will recommend the Power Rangers movie. Just kidding. No, watch it on your own time. Um, <laughs> with Ivan News.
1: I was gonna get super excited, but fine.
2: No, I want to actually uh, Legend um, with oh, Jesus Christ. The, the twin, Tom Hardy, the, the gang- Tom Hardy, yeah, the 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 twin gangsters. Okay, cool. It just seemed like interesting to, to me. Ready. It okay. was on my list for Netflix, and I was like, you know what, let's do it. Yeah, you know YouTube what? I've never ever. watched
1: that. Never watched that either. I'm, I'm in.
2: Did it I like this?
0: It's on Netflix. Yeah. Okay, that's the one, and that is the one where he played the dual roles. Yes. As yeah. as the two twins. Okay. Yeah. yeah cool. I'm I'm definitely down.
2: Oh, cool. Dope. Dope. Legend. It is next episode.
1: Awesome. Good. We're gonna get British. <laughs> oh <Okay>. no
2: <laughs> all right boys caleb do you want to end it up uh wrap it up um
0: thank you guys for listening uh go watch the whaling go watch more korean cinema and uh just you know support your local movie chain or video store when you're allowed to leave the house because they're all going to be feeling it after
1: pandemic ends totally and be safe get some blockbuster rentals
2: all right that's three mfaers on the whaling bye bye